So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Written Entertainment Podcast, episode 83 for... What's the date? December 4th, 2016. My name is Nathan Reetenspruth, and joining me this week, we have our only guest for the week, Connor Cyberpunk Monk Besh. I I mean, so what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. Yeah, exactly. I guess. I I, uh, I don't think either of us uh, watch anime or play League, do we? Actually, uh, my newest review, you will see that it goes up tonight, and it will have an anime on it. Oh, well, there you go. Prove me wrong. Yeah. So uh, I was actually hoping you would do an impression of Andrew Roa McVean. Uh, I don't know. I do voices and got a wife. I, uh, <laughs> I'm i not a voice actor. so uh, I'm not either. I'm, I'm not either. I can barely do voiceovers for my own reviews. So fucking trying to do voiceovers in a, another voice. Terrible. Terrible. So, uh, what games have you played this week, Connor? I've actually been kind of on a gaming roulette. been playing uh, the Skyrim Special Editions. I have broken my vanilla save. My enchanting is, like, in the 5,000s, just based on going to making potions that increase my blacksmithing and increase... It's it's dumb, but it's fun. Okay. Uh, I've been playing a whole bunch of Rocksmith. I've got all calloused and cramped up hands, so I got the... You're well on your way. Wear and tear to prove it. I've been playing Titanfall because Titanfall is still pretty enjoyable. However, I think the uh, the game hype is starting to kind of wear off on me a little bit. They did just release some DLC though, so maybe that'll bring me in for a little bit more again. It's kind of suffering the same problems that the first game had. Of it, it was never fun to binge on a whole lot, but it was fun to play, you know, a couple days in a row, and then you put it down for another two weeks or something. Yeah, and then I have also been playing Overwatch. Uh, you and I have actually been playing Overwatch quite a bit, and that was and that's been that was bad. Today was bad. The other <laughs> time has been pretty good, actually. It's been fun times. Yeah, we're good at the three v three. We're not very good at the uh, competitive. <laughs> we're not good at objective based. Yeah, um, we played Jackpot Party Box on Monday. That was a whole lot of fun. I would like to see us doing that again. Uh, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Uh, actually, we're. I was going to mention that that. Uh, I, th- I think you and I talked about it before. Um, basically, I was thinking maybe we could have like a multiplayer Monday type thing on my stream so we could do Jackbox Party Pack because I have one in three and getting number two would be, you know, the matter of $12 or something. So I don't know. That's a lot of money, man. I know. So we could do Jackbox, Jackbox Party Pack on Mondays from 7 my time to nine my time so you don't have a job anymore so it'd be perfect for you uh, hey thanks for just <laughs> dropping that on a podcast you're welcome uh so we could you know do that and then it would incorporate because we did get more people into the stream and watching the stream because of that so uh having that on there might be a, a good boon to the uh the stream and we'd be doing that on beam because <laughs> beam has a very very low delay yeah, so, it uses the uh, Tachyon rendering engine, right? Well, it, use, uh, it uses Tachyon, which is they it's OBS, but they've modified it a bit. And they have their own uh, 
transmitting protocol because normally they use RTMP, but now they're using they're using their own that they created called FTL. And so with FTL, it has a very very low delay uh, compared to RTMP, which is the you know quite a few seconds of delay. So hopefully they incorporate that into XSplit. They actually said there are plans to put it into XSplit, but they haven't. XSplit just hasn't pulled the trigger to do it yet. So we're kind of That'd waiting for that to happen. I would I would like to see that happen, and then sites like Twitch be like, hey. We could set it an option to have the delay because, although I'm sure people who play like StarCraft or something like that, you know, if you happen to land in the game of someone who's streaming it, you watch it, you see what they're building, and you have the perfect counter. I'd yeah. be like, yeah, I want to put 30 seconds of delay on here, but I'm just streaming, you know, whatever, and I'm sitting there trying to have a discussion with an audience. I'd like the minimum amount of delay because responding to questions from 30 seconds ago is kind of obnoxious sometimes. Really, really obnoxious. I don't know if that would happen, though. The problem being is that uh, Twitch is stupid. But also, basically, FTL uh, is going to be owned by Microsoft at this point. So Amazon... Yeah, so Amazon would have to license FTL from Microsoft. So they would have to pay money for it. Well, I'm sure they could either develop their own protocol or licensing it. I mean, honestly, if it pops off, if it gets really popular, if OBS becomes the streaming, sorry, if FTL becomes the streaming protocol, I think that would be enough to change it. Right, right. That would be nice. we, we think about things like customer satisfaction and, you know, performances on networks, but what do we know? Yeah, we don't know anything. Uh, yeah, but the game I was playing, I played uh, some Overwatch, and really, that's about it this week. I haven't really played very much. I've been, uh, I've been a bit out of it just because, uh, you know, work and sleep and working out four times a week. It's fun. So, uh, yeah, mainly Overwatch, a little bit of Titanfall 2. I'm terrible at both of those games. Uh, One day I'll find a game I'm actually good at, but until then, I think I'll just play some more Overwatch. I'm occasionally good at Overwatch, but I think the main problem we always have is that it's just the two of us. So We can make it if we try. Yeah, but not, no. Just the two of us, you and I. No, because then there's five people against us and then three people on our team that we have to kind of hold up and my back isn't that strong. So, uh, uh I can't I agree. The games that we played today are, uh, our teams weren't that good. No, it'd be like you and I running out and being like, okay, gather up on us. Let's get this. We got a healer. Let's go. And then our Reinhardt would just kind of decide, I don't need to uh, keep my shield up or be in front. I'll just chill in back. Yeah, I, we could, we could complain about this all day. We should probably move on. Though, we would. I, I feel my blood pressure rising already. But anyway, let's move on to some stories here. So uh, we actually have quite a few stories to talk about. Uh, the first story is actually pretty neat. It's with Netflix. Netflix is actually offering an on, uh, sorry, a download option. So I believe it's only for mobile devices at this point. But you can download a video onto your mobile device. Uh and then when you open up your Netflix app on your phone or tablet, 
then you're able to watch that while you're on an airplane or something. So you don't have to worry about like, man, I need to pirate all these shows so I can watch stuff online. Uh, you can just, you offline? yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, so I think that's neat. So I don't travel very much, so it's not really going to be beneficial to me. What do you think about this? I think that uh, I'm perfectly satisfied with either obtaining my shows legitimately or illegitimately in ways that they can be consumed in just about any media acceptable. Yeah. So I, when it comes to Netflix being able to download shows, that's cool, but I don't really have a tablet. I have a Surface Pro, but that's not really a tablet. Right. You know, I'd, I'd still just watch Netflix from the browser. And I don't think you could download it and rewatch it from browsers offline. That wouldn't make sense. No, you, and so, you can't you can't download it onto your PC either. So, right. uh, so this, because, yeah, it's not going to work for you. But it might work on your phone. I don't. That's That, that would just kill my battery too much. That's way too inconvenient for me. Yeah. I, uh, I do like that they're doing this. It's probably going to be... Netflix is doing a lot of stuff I like lately, so go down them for that. Um, and this is just offering more options for people to keep on using their service over other people's. Right, and there are multiple services. There's uh, Hulu, there's uh, HBO Go, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. It's See, kind of becoming a good booming business because yeah. people are dropping their televisions. Uh, not their television, but their cable, at least. Yeah. So and they're, they're just Go ahead. I was just going to say the whole idea of a television is just so outdated now because you have to say, oh, I need to be here at 10 so I can watch this TV show. And it's like, no, like we we have the means to be able to do it so we can watch any show that we want whenever we want. Allow us to do that. Yep. And, and uh, they're, they're probably going to be I'm not sure if they're a uh, publicly owned company, but buy, buy some Amazon stock if you are one of those capitalists who could afford it. Why? Because uh, I imagine this will probably end up bringing a boom to that. To Amazon? Did I say Amazon? <laughs> I, meant to, I meant Netflix. I was I'm just like, wait, wait a minute, a- Amazon? Yeah. yeah. My bad. Uh, My bad. I think it's neat. I'm going to be not doing any of that whole downloading thing, but I know uh, one of my carpool buddies does travel a lot. So she'll be very excited to be able to use uh, whatever downloads that she can. Because, I mean, when she left before, I had to uh, acquire some videos for her to take on her plane trip. So now she'll have a, a bunch that she can do just directly from Netflix. Though I was pissed off because I was going through and I got all excited because it said they had a Goofy movie on there. And then I realized it was an extremely goofy movie, and I was pissed. Is the extremely goofy movie not good? No. It was the direct-to-DVD sequel of a goofy movie, and it was was not very good at all. Let's move on. Uh, This is another thing I don't think you really care about, but it's pretty neat. I don't care about it a ton because I'm not into these games. But I know that a lot of people really love this game. So having it come out to a console is pretty good. Another console is pretty good. This is the farming simulator, Stardew Valley. If you don't know what that is, it's very similar to Harvest Moon. You basically yeah. build up a farm. I'm talking to the viewers. Oh, uh, well, yeah, keep talking the, about that. the viewer. 
And it is coming out. It, apparently, it's going to be uh, with, launching, hopefully, with the Nintendo Switch. Maybe not. Maybe it'll come out later. But it is going to be coming out for the Nintendo Switch when it arrives. Uh, I like this not because of Stardew Valley coming out to it. I could care less about Stardew Valley. Couldn't care less. Sorry. But it's showing that Nintendo is at least trying to work with third-party and indie developers. And that is really helpful if they actually want to succeed because uh, the Wii U didn't do very well and neither did the GameCube. The Wii was luck, basically. So hopefully the Nintendo Switch will uh, have even half of Wii's uh, popularity because the Wii was huge. Yeah, Uh, I'm pretty... I'm actually looking forward to the Switch a lot, which as someone who's pretty much sworn off consoles since the original xbox 360 uh this is pretty exciting uh every time i uh, when i see this new zelda the breath of the wild i'm legitimately excited for the same way as i was like uh, i don't know when majora's mask first came out it's i'm pretty hyped for it and i haven't been hyped for a video game much less a console video game in a long time that's pretty awesome yeah i uh the thing, and I mentioned it before on the podcast, but the thing I really like about Nintendo is their exclusives. They have the best exclusive games. Uh, hands down, pretty much the best ex- exclusive games. So, you know, with the, when they come out with Mario or Zelda or any of Metroid, uh, Super Smash Brothers, they always have a really high level of quality to them. To the it's- point... That even though the Nintendo, the Wii U is is underpowered, uh, you know, games still look fantastic on it. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles is one that I can think of. Uh, that game looks amazing. Yeah, even and, the uh, the new Mario Party, that game yeah. is beautiful. Yeah, and uh, it might be the style that they do it into is a little bit uh, easier to, to manipulate. It's not like they're trying for super realistic graphics, but they still look really good. And hopefully the Nintendo switch will keep that. And then also add on, you know, games like mass effect and Skyrim, which looked like it was going to be on there games that kind of, they didn't do on the Wii U because they, the Wii U didn't have enough horsepower to play them. So that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, we'll have to wait. Uh, I think next month is when they're going to reveal a lot more information about the Nintendo Switch. So the no or January ninth, something like that, is when they're oh, going to reveal Eight. more information on that. Sweet. I look forward to that date then. All right. So, uh, moving on, man, we have to bitch about YouTube some more, but this is actually pretty good. Uh, there was another thing I was going to bring up for YouTube, but then I found out that the Sony experience was happening, so I kind of cut it out of the thing today. Um, but this one's actually really important. Is I got a, I got a notice on YouTube that they are basically making it. They're doing what we said they should do like a year ago, where if it, I'll just read what it says, but basically if you get a content ID claim on your video. It's held in like a retainer for X amount of days until the claim is cleared. And then if that whatever money you made, say it's like $10, uh, before that $10 would go to 
whoever filed the claim would get all the money. And then even if the claim was in your favor, you would never get that money back. The person who filed the claim would keep it. So we said, you know, you should do a retainer and then whoever wants the claim gets that money. And that's what they're doing now. So, so what I, I it's, it's, about this, and it's honestly the, the way that makes the most sense Yeah. Uh, before the, the way that it's been implemented since then has really screwed people over. It's, oh yeah. It, it, it's like, what can you do about it? Somebody argued your stuff and it's all automated from that point until somebody sits down and says, uh, no, this, this could be a fraudulent claim and you just give the guy the money. Well, and they actually did that. Hilariously, they did that with family guy. So Family Guy, for one of their episodes, pulled a YouTube clip uh, where it was showing a guy, there was a NHL game for like the Nintendo, and or it was a basketball game for the Nintendo. And what they would do is you go to the top and you could just keep on making three-pointers over and over and over again. Uh, so somebody had that on YouTube, and what they did was they Family Guy pulled it from YouTube and then put some voices over it and made it a little funny. But then Family Guy put a copyright claim on that video, the original video that they stole. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. And I, um, I imagine it was probably automated, but... It was. There was an, it, it got removed and everything, the, the claim. But uh, yeah, that was what it was. It was, the, uh, it was automated. So what they did was they just uploaded the whole uh, episode of Family Guy, basically, to YouTube and said, okay, if any of this is stolen, and then that video ended up getting claimed because it matched one of those algorithms. It was stupid. But anyway, I'm going to read through this, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about it in just a sec. It says, monetization during content ID disputes is enabled when both video creator and the content ID claimant want to monetize a video. You can dispute a content ID claim at any time. If you choose to dispute within the first five days of receiving it, we will hold revenue generated on that video from the first day of the content ID claim being placed. If you choose to dispute the content ID after five days of the original claim, we'll start holding on the day the dispute is, dispute is made. Throughout the dispute process, we will hold the revenue separately, and once the dispute is resolved, we'll pay it out to the appropriate party. At each stage of the content ID dispute process, there are several actions that we can take in, that can be taken by you or the claimant. Click through each stage, blah, blah, blah. So we don't need to go through the rest of it, but basically they're doing what we said to do. Um, I would imagine if you're, if you get a content ID claim, you're going to file it, you're going to file a complaint and try to get it back to you as soon as possible. So I, the five day thing makes sense to me. Uh, I would prefer it to be 10 days maybe in case somebody, you know, is on a vacation or something and, and doesn't really have access to the internet. But uh, needless to say, this is way better than uh, the previous system that they had. Yeah. I, I imagine people who do this for a living probably are going to be definitely loving it for the ability for them to stand a chance against people disputing their stuff. Yeah, because even, even for the small time people, if they're doing something, it gets flagged, like, you know, le legitimately or otherwise, this right. is still giving them an option. It's giving them a chance to come out of it. Yeah. And, and like I had a, I had something flagged not too long ago and it was taken care of even before I did anything, like, because they realized that it, nothing was against fair use there. Mm -hmm. But, 
there was a you know there's a thing that that was going around that people would just make all these accounts that just their whole thing was just to flag YouTube content because they had no repercussions. Nothing they did mattered. So I think a lot of those are going to die now because they, yeah, they'll be able to file claims and stuff, but they're not going to be able to get that revenue as easily as they did before. And usually what would happen is you'd fi- they'd file a claim, they'd get money for like 10 days, and then but they would do it over like a thousand videos. So they would make quite a bit of money. Now they're not going to be able to do that because if the person responds to that claim within five days, they don't get anything. So it's probably going to shut a lot of these fraudulent businesses down. I have nothing to add to that. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that. Con artists, basically, people making a living off doing nothing but taking money from other people. That was I, a good. I have no sympathy towards them being shut down. That was good a good goodness. like three seconds of silence there. That's good. Um, <laughs> I'm not editing that out either. So yeah, that's fine. I, so, I was thinking like I don't really know what else to say, but I'm I'm glad YouTube is changing their ways. That's something that's had to happen, right? And right. we're it's just until it gets implemented, we're not going to be sure just how well it works. Yeah, I don't know when it's going to be uh, implemented. I did get a text from Aroa. Um, he said, I'm sorry, I'd, I'd have all this done sooner if I'd seen Twitter. Well, fuck, that's, that's good. He, uh, fuck you, Aroa. Listen to how this podcast is without him. Yeah. So, we have a lot of stuff to talk about from the PlayStation Experience PSX. I don't know why they. Why do they always use an X for experience? It's E, whatever. Because Sony's edgy. X yeah, I guess. Here. So we have a, a bunch of stuff to talk about. Yakuza Six and Kiwami. Kiwami. I don't. I don't uh, know how to say that word. Uh, they're Kiwami. Yeah. Yeah, they're coming back. Uh, or they're going to the West in 2017. Um, Yakuza will release. In 2017, and six drops. Okay, so Yuza, Yakuza Kiwami is summer 2017. Yakuza six early 2018. So wow, that's uh, not what their title says. No, that, no, it's not. It's not. Well, I mean, it's Sony. We're not expecting quality here, are we? Uh, well, it's Destructoid, so yeah. Anyway, so uh, have you played the Yakuza series? I know they're like an open world kind of game yeah. but in japan I, i've never owned the uh i've never owned any of them but i have played a couple of them being like friends house and stuff like that i think it was yakuza 3 or 4 or something that i got to play yeah i was fun i i'm a big open world junkie though so i have a little bit of bias when i say that yeah and you don't have a ps4 so you're not going to be getting it that is correct uh i'm actually kind of interested in this i might have a ps4 by then so <laughs> Uh, I might pick it up because I've never played Yakuza games, and this looks uh, pretty awesome. And apparently, in one of the pictures, it looks like a guy's going Super Saiyan, so that's nice. Yeah, that's actually one of the uh, the most prominent features of the Yakuza game, is it's tie-in with the uh, Dragon Ball Z universe. I, I think you'd like it a lot. It, I, I think you're lying. I, I am. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, okay, so next thing we're going to talk about is 
the Lost Legacy, uh, Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. Uh, do you like the Uncharted series? I know you had a PlayStation Three for a while. I actually dislike the Uncharted series. Okay, very me boring, too. Your shoot 'em up games. Yeah, I don't like them either. Uh, I'm sure it will sell well because a lot of people do like Uncharted, but I don't get it. It's just it's the lost interest, is what it is. <laughs> I get it. I get the. I get the bad joke you made there. Oh, here's a game that I'm sure you'll love, though. Marvel vs. Capcom 4! Yeah, and Marvel 3 came out on PS4 today to get the hype up. Yeah, Marvel... Uh, uh, is that Marvel vs. Capcom 3? Is that what it is? Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 has been out, and then they had a Marvel vs. Combat Ultimate Edition. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, okay. Uh, and now they're... Uh, I think this one... I don't. I saw the, the the working name for it earlier. It was like Marvel versus Capcom Unlimited or something like that. Uh, but that is something I could look up at a time when we're not live. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. Uh, there's a lot of speculation going on that they might not do any of the mutant characters from before for copywriting reasons. So I yeah, hope it that says not being a problem. Yeah, it says right there that uh, the last bit is important because no X-Men characters were featured in the trailer. Leading credence to the rumor that only MCU or official Marvel-owned properties are making it in. According to Capcom, it will feature 2v2 battles, Infinity Stones, which is neat, uh, cinematic story and training, mission, and arcade modes. Uh, So that's neat. Uh, Not that the X-Men aren't available, which is weird. That they're on the PlayStation experience. Because Sony owns the rights to the X-Men characters. So Hey, that's that's actually a good point you bring up. I hadn't even considered that. Uh you know what? I, you, I it would be kind of hilarious, actually, and I, I doubt they would do it. But if Marvel vs. Capcom 4 had um, you know, on the Xbox One, they had only, you know, the the Marvel Universe characters. And then on the PlayStation 4, because Sony owns the rights to them, they were able to get a bunch of the X-Men characters in there. Mm-hmm. That would uh, that would be bad. That would be bad for Xbox. But I And I doubt that would happen because of the fact that they uh, Capcom doesn't want to blow up their relationship with Xbox One, I would imagine, or Microsoft. No, uh, it's probably not good to be cutting ties, especially with uh, relatively... You know, we're, we're. I think it's now time to say we're no longer in the the newest generation being new. They've been they've been around for a while. Yeah, about over two years. years. Yeah, they they need to stay alive for at least the end of this shelf life. Right. So I'm I'm kind of excited. I suck at these games so bad, but yeah. uh, like well, terrible. I thought I was good at it until I went to a university where we had like professional fighting game players there. Yeah, and I sat down to play with them one day, and uh, it turns out I'm not too good at fighting games. No, no, uh, Ricky's actually pretty good at them. Well, but... Yeah, Ricky doesn't do anything but play video games all day. He has the practice. That's true. But I, uh, so if you had a PlayStation Four, would you be getting this? No, God, no. I wouldn't okay. ever have a PlayStation Four though. That's a moot question. Okay. Well, are you going to get the new Wipeout Collection for the play- PlayStation Four? Nope. Are you? I, uh, let, let's move on to the next story just for a second because I am pretty legitimately excited for it. I I, I know I know everyone is. They, uh, yeah. So is. I what he's talking about he's talking about Parappa the rapper 
and Loco Roco and Patapon are being made for the PS4. That's uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm coming back though, legitimately. I did that, enjoy that game. That I know. A ro- I was hoping Aroa would be here today, Does but unfortunately, he loves he loves all rhythm games. Oh well, then of course you would love that entire list. Yeah. So anyway, the the story he was actually talking about is that Crash Bandicoot in Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy is the name of the trilogy that are being remade for the PlayStation 4. Now, I look through the trailer and usually for remakes, I or remasters, I'm not really fond of them and the reason being is that they don't give it enough time. So like The Last of Us was remade for the PlayStation 4 and it was yeah, already an game. HD game. Yeah. Uh this it's game awesome. that's just they're just you know, farming out the easy money, though. The Last of Us was a cinematic experience. They wanted to show it off as cinematically as possible. Right. I, even if it was a mediocre game, I don't know. I like that. I'm hoping that uh, the Crash Bandicoot series will be able to live up on the new consoles just as well, though. Oh, Those yeah. Those are iconic games. That's, that's the one that put Naughty Dog on the map, if I recall correctly. Right. And it would be pretty amazing to see them jump up ahead in ways that aren't just... Uh, and you Spyro, know, uh, they made Spyro too. Yeah, Spyro kind of went. Spyro went weird when it was a teenager in high school, and it never unweirded. Yeah, but uh, so Crash Bandicoot. The reason I brought up the remaster thing is that you look at the trailer, and it's a very noticeable difference from PlayStation One when these games came out to PlayStation Four, where. You know, they have 1080p resolution, and the textures are way better. It looks very nice. And uh, if they price it right, I don't think it should be a full-price game. But if they price it right, like 40 bucks, maybe? Uh, and I have a PlayStation at that time, uh, PlayStation 4, then I will totally be getting that. What are your thoughts on it? Do you want this game? Uh, yeah, once I find a way to put it on a PC or something like that, I'll happy play it. You really don't like consoles at all, do you? Uh, especially not Sony consoles. Weird. Uh, PlayStation 4 just doesn't seem like a worthy investment right now. Uh, but the Switch does. Yeah, totally. Uh, Ace Combat is a game. Yeah, go go flying. Uh, Nac- that, that's a game that needs 7 in its series. Yeah, NAC yeah. 2 looks uh, looks like a game too. I vaguely remember Knack One. Yeah, it um, it's a. Pre- I'm looking at the trailer right now. It looks very pretty. Uh, yeah, a lot of a whole lot of colors. Look at those reds jump out. And and they're pretty good for uh, showing off the power of the PlayStation Four because of how many you know polygons and shit are on the screen at one time. Yeah, you know how Cloud- Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs was made so Sony could show off Sony TVs real well? Yeah. This, this looks like the game that was made to show off the PlayStation 4 real well. I yes. could see this going in the demo mode in the store, and people would just stare at it for a while because it's pretty pretty to look at. Right. I'm watching through the trailer right now for Gravity Rush. Um, have you ever played Gravity Rush? Brush, do you know anything about Gravity Rush? I always wanted to play it. I never got to though it was uh it was too expensive when it was new and i was like oh whatever you know well you and can play i stopped the... playing my vita 
You can play Gravity Rush 2 on uh, the PS4 on January 20th, 2017. Hooray! Yeah, new Gran Turismo Sport trailer. Uh, let's watch through some of this. Yep, it looks like a racing game. Yep, it's... it looks like a racing game that's not Mario Kart or uh, Sonic and All-Stars Adventures. Yeah, so uh, you'll like it if you like actual racing games. Uh, but Sonic and... Or, yeah, Sonic and his friends transformed. Sonic and All-Stars Racing transformed is uh, amazing and way better than that. All right, now here's one that I actually am interested in. Nino Kuni 2. Are you interested in Nino Kuni 2? Cool, because it was like Babby's first RPG. Yeah. If I needed to introduce somebody into the RPG series, I think that would be a perfect stepping stone in there. Right. But interest in playing through it or another entry in the series again is relatively low. I actually, re- I, I don't know. I really liked um, Nino Kuni, but it, same thing. It was really easy. Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping that this one's a little bit more mature. I would doubt it. But one thing that was great about the first one, and I'm really hoping is great about this one, is the music and, of course, the animation. The animation in the first one was fantastic. Like, it it was definitely one of the prettiest RPGs I've ever played. And that's coming from, you know, somebody who plays through a lot of RPGs, like, you know, Final Fantasy games, which are technically very very sophisticated but they don't have the art style that nino kuni had in my opinion of course apparently connor has nothing to say about it speaking of art styles uh the next (laughs) grasshoppers let it die yeah i uh while you were rambling on about a game that i don't care about i think it was nino kuni or something like that yeah um, i was looking at this next one getting ready to talk about it and at first I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. I can't really tell what kind of game it is. And it, it looks kind of like open world with high emphasis on cinematics. Uh, I know what this is. It, it it looks like Max Payne in color. And no. I don't know what's going on with his Reaper with the glasses, but so, he's adorable. So that, I think his name is the Reaper. Um, I, I, like, I like the Deathmobile, which is just a... Uh, a gurney that he decked out with uh, like Corvette lights. Yeah, so if you if you look through the trailer at about 38 seconds, you see a guy playing an arcade machine. Yeah. That is your character, and you are actually playing on an arcade machine in the game. So the whole game is based around you playing on an arcade machine, and uh, you create characters going through the game and trying to basically beat this arcade uh machine which it's supposed to be a little bit like uh dark souls and uh yeah, i can, I yeah, can see that it looks uh pretty pretty darn good so the idea is that when you die kind of like with zombie you you get another character you can create um yeah it's a little weird but i'm actually really interested in this game and uh i might end up uh playing it uh if you scroll through the comments you can see that uh eruption actually did a video on let it die already uh for the early for the early access portion i'll have to watch that then this the more that i look at it the more curious i am about it yeah it looks really neat uh but of course you won't be able to play it because it's on ps4 
Uh, Vane. Yeah, Vane has a trailer, and I don't know it, what. It's a weird one. It does look weird. It's Journey. That's all it is. It's Journey. Yeah. It, <laughs> it looks like it's gonna show off the power of that their PlayStation Four machine pretty well, though. Yeah, it looks pretty. Uh, I'll have to wait and see some of the reviews and stuff, but I don't really trust reviews because Journey got a really good fucking review. Uh, and that looks just like a walking simulator. So, uh, Laura Croft Go is coming to PS4 and PlayStation Vita today, or as of oh boy, or a couple of days go. ago. Uh, uh, yeah, originally released. It looks like it's a uh, over-the-head shooter game, an isometric over-the-head shooter. This looks like it was an iPhone reject that they put the budget in and then pushed to a console. Yep, yep. So anyway, uh, and it looks I, I enjoy the style I'm not going to say I dislike the art because I actually I like the way it looks right that being said it seems kind of it looks just like Hitman Go it's Hitman Go with a background you want to know more about this game you don't need to that's it Hit Woman Go Hit Woman Go uh, Star Blood Arena which I think is a Playstation VR game I was actually going to ask. I'm surprised I haven't seen more of them flaunting about their PlayStation VR. Yeah, this Probably one's because a, it's not very good. Yeah, this is a PlayStation VR game, it looks like. And you are flying... It's basically just, uh, uh, again, an arena game where you kill people in a giant... Uh, not mech, but a suit. Suit of armor. Uh, yeah, ship. Your iron. Ship. Yeah. There we go. I knew words. Uh, as for not, this will be good. It does look kind of neat. I'm not sure if it needs to be a VR exclusive, though. Well, they, you saw how all the uh, the Connect exclusives for the Xbox. You saw how every single one of those was a wild success, right? That's true. Every one of those was amazing, such as uh, Steel Battalion. That game, cream of the crop, is what that was. Or the sports game, which I don't think anyone actually played. Uh, the only games that anyone actually played were the dance games. Yeah, I had fun with the dance games. I will say that. This one's stupid. MLB The oh. Show 17 is getting a retro mode. I like what they're doing. I just don't care about the series. Yeah, I and it's not like that retro. It just like turns down the polygons. No, it. Uh, looking at based on the uh, the image that they show there, it looks like they turned the font like Super Nintendo-y. Yeah. But these are very obviously PlayStation 4 models on a PlayStation 4 world. Yeah. This, it, this, this looks like they're using buzzwords to get their advertising done for them. Yeah. Ball, 90 miles per hour. That's what it says. It says ball. I don't care I, about sports. Like I, I care so little about sports. Yeah, especially sports games. Yes. Next, next, next Machina. Death Machine looks like a pretty neat metal top-down shooter. Well, they say a pretty metal top-down shooter. You know, like, that's so metal. Oh, okay. And uh, it's uh, it's cyberpunk as fuck, so it's, it's got my stamp of approval. I actually love, to, I like top-down shooters quite a bit. So it, it does look pretty decent. I'm not that great at them, but that's basically all Binding of Isaac is, and 
that game's amazing. So, uh, you wow. know, uh, still haven't played Binding of Isaac. What the fuck is wrong with you? What other have you played? Last of Us. Mm, the Last of Us, yeah, I'm not a fan of it though. Why not? I'm, it's a mediocre game. <laughs> the The first twenty minutes of it had me crying like a baby. I was so excited to see where that game would go, and nowhere fast exciting is where it goes. I I liked the game, but I can understand what you what you mean by it. I thought it was a a really good character progression, showing how this guy was changed from you know a loving father to kind of a hard ass uh, in this in this world, and then you I do terrible like things, huh? <laughs> I also liked how it started in Austin. I've like, I, I was looking at when the when it starts off. I was like, this is all familiar. Yeah. And then then you get to Austin. It's like, oh, I've I've been there before. So can we? How old is the Last of Us? Are we allowed to do spoilers now? Yeah, it's it's old enough for the first. Okay, time. fuck it. I'm doing spoilers. So if you don't like spoilers, uh, fuck off. So no one's listening, anyways. Go. On. I know. I know. So. In The Last of Us, the original, the whole idea is that Ellie is, she has some sort of immunity to the virus that is spreading. So towards the end of the game, you are trying to get somewhere so that they can look at Ellie and try to develop a cure for the virus infection that basically has made everyone, they're not zombies, but they're totally zombies. And uh, it's yeah, fungus zombies. And at the end of the game, your character ends up saving Ellie because the only way to basically create a cure is to kill Ellie and take out her brain. So or your character goes... Easy thing to do. Yeah. So Ellie goes, or you go and you save Ellie, and basically at the end of the game you lie to her and tell her, oh yeah... Though actually you don't basically you flat out lie to her and say, Oh, there's you know, there's a dozen other people like you and they can't find a cure, so uh they let us go. And that is the end of the game. This game I would imagine is going to pick up a couple years later, and uh I does are, does it look like you're playing as Ellie on this one, or are you playing as Yeah, uh... I believe you do. Okay. So, uh, are, would you be interested in playing through The Last of Us 2, even though you didn't care for the first one? You know what? I would play through it at least once. Because, at the very least, these are characters I know about. Na- Naughty Dog does one thing good, and it makes you fall in love with their characters. So, yeah. although I don't care for the story or the doomed world or the, the conflict that goes on in their world... I, I don't remember the name of the factions. They were like butterflies or moths or monarchs or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I just, I don't care about any of that. But if I could, uh, if I could see the, the relationship between these two characters, which uh, not going to happen, if there was a way to see that boil up kind of in the same way that uh, happens with Lee and Clementine. Yeah. I would, I would be interested in seeing that. I could totally see like Ellie, um, figuring out that Joel basically fucked over the entire human race. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. then getting mad at him for that. So, I can see that happening too. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think it, 
I think it honestly ended pretty well, and they should just have kept it at that. For me, yeah, I I could agree with that. That's that story was over. Yeah, but uh, again, seeing a sequel, it might be good, it might be bad. I thought that the the gameplay was pretty good. It was that over. I don't like that um, third person shooter feel from uh, over the back shoulder. Yeah, it, but it felt like very slow gears of war. Right. But uh, I think it, it they did it better than the Uncharted series. I would also agree with that, but the Uncharted series is garbage. Right. Uh, also, I don't know why they didn't just call them zombies, because they're totally just zombies. But whatever. They're, they're, they're like fungus zombies, though. I don't know. They're zombies. Yeah, they just created a new way to make different zombies. But... Anyway, that's our, our show for the day. That was everything. Yeah, that was. Uh, it's a lot of stuff that I have no right talking about. Look, look at all these opinions I have about consoles I don't own. I don't own one. I don't have one either. Yeah, but you're. I thought you liked Sony. I do. I do like Sony. Why don't you like Sony? I just. I don't, know. I don't give a shit about a lot of the game series. That's true. I, I, I tend I to are somewhat mediocre. It, it was cool yeah. that they had online for free when people had to pay for Xbox. And I knew a lot of people who stuck to Sony for that reason. Yeah. And uh, then they just, then they changed it. Yeah, it was it's just it's been the inferior of the three, in my opinion. Right. Anyway, uh, thanks for being here this week, Connor. Yeah, you needed someone to be here, right? Yeah. Where where uh, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cyberpunk underscore monk. Uh, you can find me on Twitch as the cyberpunk monk. I might go back to uh, live streaming myself code in the next couple of days here. If, right. Uh, if I run out of stuff to do. So that could be fun. Yeah. Uh, and I am on Reddit too, but I don't really have anything affiliated to talk about for that. So I'm just going to shut no, up about Nobody's it. on Reddit. Yeah. Uh, you can I, find... I just like the idea of people giving out their reddits and being like, look at the awkward comics I make at 3am when I'm half asleep. Yeah, Connor thinks that pregnant women are beautiful human submarines. No, that's Ken Bone you're thinking of. Oh, okay. I thought that was hilarious. I, I thought that comment was great. Ken Bone is uh, he, he's, he's an okay guy. Just don't look at his opinions on black people. Uh, but even that wasn't like no, it wasn't as bad as people were drawing it out to be. No, no, I, it was like from the from what he saw on the news media was that um, it was a justified murder, and but then he went and said that um, whoever shot him was a big piece of shit. So, like, it's not like he had a very controversial. I don't think it is a controversial opinion on that. It was just an opinion that might have disagreed with some other people's opinions. Uh, except for everyone knows that the guy who shot Trayvon Martin was a big pile of shit. So big old shitbird. That's what he said. Big old shitbird. Uh, anyway, you can find Nathan Reeton Spruth. That's me. Uh, at Reeton everywhere. So I'm at Reeton on Twitter. Press the follow button. I'm at Reeton on Beam and Twitch. Press the follow and follow button on both of those places. Uh, I'm reading on YouTube. I will have a new review up today, 
hopefully, as long as Aroa gets me his shit. Uh, so that, yeah, fucking Aroa. So that way I can put his little bit in there and, uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So I thank you for watching, listening. I'll be posting this to YouTube later. I'll be posting this to Omni Studio shortly. Uh, not that you guys know because it's going to be up by the time you're listening to this. So, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Remember you can download Reeton podcast on YouTube or not YouTube iTunes. You can download it on iTunes. You can download it from your Android with the Google Play Store app thingy. You can find it's me. It's very under... easy and intuitive on there. Yeah, super easy and intuitive. Uh, you can find me under Retin Podcast is the name of it. So thanks for listening. I'll talk to you all next week. Goodbye. <laughs>